Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Chaos Podcast. I got my good friend and buddy, Jonas Walker. Jonas, how you doing? I'm doing well, Amor. I'm back from Dubai and ready to do another podcast with you. So this was the first time uh, we, we took a little bit of a vacation because you were on vacation, uh, and it was the first time you were in Dubai, right? Uh, second time. Uh, first Se- second time was 2008, time. but the place is a different landscape, uh, similar like the Fred landscape. It's not the same as it used to be 12 years ago. All right. So like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of our, our listeners have probably never been to Dubai. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? What do you think of the city? What was exciting, uh, exciting about it? I mean, the last time I saw it, it was in a different state. It was growing a lot. Things are changing. Things are super fast. And uh, the weather was good. So um, it was a nice quick holiday. But as you know, cybercrime doesn't sleep and um, it's good to be back and check out what's happening on the Internet as well. Hey, I think that's uh, that's good. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is um, kind of this new thread uh, thread group that me and you came across, uh, the Onyx group, and uh, and this is kind of a little scary because uh, you know a lot of thread actors we've talked about in the past is that they're they're financially motivated, and one of one of the one one of the reasons I think they're successful is uh, at least I normally tell a lot of people is um, you know these thread actors surprisingly keep to their promises um you know if they are asking for four million dollars for your files back they normally get you know you after you pay them they normally give you your files back or the decryption key um if they say they're not going to leak their files they normally don't leak their files and uh it doesn't mean that you, you know these are good guys in any way it doesn't mean like you won't get attacked again and it doesn't mean these guys aren't like the worst people in the world but uh but you know their motivation is for you to not question um you know, you paying them like a lot of ransomware actors out there, right? And uh, and uh, I mean, is is that I mean, that's do you agree with that, or uh, is that kind of what you see as well? Definitely, I think the reputation for most of these groups is very key because in the end they want to get paid, and if they have a bad reputation, even though they will be successful in future attacks, chances are victims are not going to pay. So for them, the reputation is definitely a key part, especially considering with the landscape we see these days where a lot of these groups rely on affiliate groups. It's not only the reputation towards their victims, but also the reputations towards their affiliate groups who want to do business with them. Yeah, that's another good point. So a lot of the business and a lot of the way these groups make money is not really themselves. They take a cut, right? They basically sell their software, they sell their services or sell access, uh, you know, and work with, you know, um, other parties as well. So um, there's, uh, you know, you know, it sounds weird to say, right? Because, uh, you know, to, you know, saying that, hey, these threat actors, these bad guys that are basically doing, you know, this this unheard of amount of crime and uh you know making money illegally their reputation is very important to them and it's it's uh it's a certain it's a different type of reputation right because you know they certainly don't mind being the bad guy but they definitely want you to know that they're kind of the best bad guy right they're like the not really an honorable bad guy but they just want to you know they really don't want any hesitation in anything coming uh, you know between them and their money yeah i mean in their eyes it's a penetration test without you without you having approved it so um, that's how they usually argue what they do and why they do it and charge you afterwards if you want to have like the files back instead of like a proper reporting so it's a uh, yeah i agree with you it's um it's a little different approach but from their point of view they don't mind being the ones who take the blame because there's so much money to be made and it's probably the sacrifice they're willing to take 
Yeah, so, so I, I want to kind of go on a little bit of a tangent here and and uh, give a little history lesson to uh, some of the listeners. Uh, you know, in in history, um, you know, when uh, uh, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty commendable and it's pretty standard when you know two people, uh, you know, two countries or two groups of soldiers are fighting in a war uh, that uh, you know if one you know group of soldiers gives up uh, in a battle that uh, you know they you know they get taken as hostages they you know get treated i would say in most cases uh, fairly or uh, at least for soldiers and and the reason for that is actually a good thing right i mean because you know you don't want soldiers fighting until the very last breath in a non-winnable war because basically the side that's going to win is going to take more losses than they need to right they they they're just going to you know they don't they don't they're going to win anyway so why should they lose any more any more guys um you know and if the, uh, and so it creates a whole lot of problems i know like uh, i remember reading like these stories of like like ancient japan and a- ancient warriors that they used to fight until the very last guy but that's, that's actually not a very good strategy in warfare and it's probably not a very good strategy in cyber warfare as well but it reminds me of this new and i know that's a weird thing to say kind of a weird tangent to go on to but it reminds me of this new threat actor the onyx group because the onyx group is a new threat actor that's out there and I think they're going to make a lot of enemies pretty fast, and they may change a little bit of, of the landscape on, um, you know, having threat actors have this trust because they are they are kind of the opposite. As as uh, our listeners probably know where I'm going with this is that they are basically taking payments and not releasing the files or destroying the files, and basically, um, you know, you're out of luck if you've gotten attacked by this group, you've paid them, you're out of luck. You're pretty much not getting your files back. They're getting destroyed. They're getting leaked. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, essentially, they're, they're not playing by the same rules. Definitely. And you know, Amar, when I read Onyx the first time, I had flashbacks to when I was six years old because that was my biggest enemy back then as well. Because for those of you who know Pokemon, which was the first <laughs> video game I've ever played, this was like the first gym leader's strongest Pokemon, and I fought at so many battles which I lost. So I definitely had flashbacks to these moments. Uh, and now, like many, many years later, I see this name linked to a ransomware group. So uh, it's interesting how the the cycle uh, finished here. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if Onyx is successful, how, um, you know, how are they going to change the landscape? You know, are people going to start thinking about paying ransomware? For, for the most part, I mean, let's be honest, for the most part, people don't really hesitate in paying ransomware. Uh, especially, and, and maybe rightfully so, right? May, may, I, I don't know. I can't really say that. But if there's a lot, I know I have customers or clients that say, you know what, if lives are in danger, we're paying ransomware. You know what, that's 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 maybe, uh, you know, that's 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 their line in the sand. That's their policy. Hey, if lives are going to be in danger by us not paying ransomware, we're going to pay ransomware. So this includes like, you know, healthcare organizations, uh, you know, defense companies, government organizations. Um, but if that's the line, if that's the stance they're going to take, that that's that's the stance, right? But uh, you know, what happens if you don't think you're going to get the data back, or you don't think the money is going to do any good, and uh, you take that, you know, you you probably not going to pay if you really believe that. And what does that mean now for people that are getting hit with these attacks? And what does it mean for the other threat actors? Or uh, I, I'm kind of wondering if other threat actors are going to go after the Onyx Group because uh, if it starts affecting them, it's going to start affecting their bottom line and uh, people not trusting them either. It's an interesting point. And just to highlight why Onyx doesn't have the best reputation right now is that once they are successfully entered your environment, 
they pretty much not only encrypt the files before downloading them, but also delete everything which is bigger than two megabytes, which most files are these days. So only the very small files will actually be encrypted. And once the decryptor is available, being capable of encrypting the files. So everything above two megabytes, which is pretty much everything except like config files these days, I assume, um, will not be recoverable anymore. So people really question why should we pay if we don't get back most of our data anyway? And additionally, as you mentioned, it puts the whole ransomware group community in a bad spotlight because people will now think, okay, ransomware in general is getting more and more destructive and they are questioning again whether they should pay or not. So I, I agree with you. We have seen threat actors hacking other threat actors because they are not happy with their behavior. There's a lot of uh, jealousy ongoing. There's a lot of doxing and it's a competitive market. So it will definitely shake up the whole ecosystem. Yeah, we've had a little, uh, you know, in this uh, in this uh, underworld, uh, in this criminal world, we've had a little bit of predictability. And that predictability is now starting to get on shaking ground. Now, luckily, Onyx is, is not you know, it hasn't had, you know, a widespread impact, at least not in my opinion. Uh, but but they're out there. People are talking about them. Obviously, we're talking about them as well. Um, and, and I think that's, you, you know, I think that could set a precedent of uh, being being dangerous. And then also, um, you, you know, if other threat actors start attacking them as well, that, that could... It, it, to me, it reminds me of like a gang war or something like that. I mean, you definitely have innocent people in the in the middle that could be hurt, right, <laughs> for no fault of their own. So that's that's always dangerous as well. Definitely, but Omar, I cannot figure it out. Why you think Onyx ransomware is deleting all the files which are bigger than two megabytes? What's their purpose? What's their motivation behind this strategy? Yeah, so so a lot of people have been talking about this, and a few people are saying that you know this actually may not have been their intention. That uh, this actually could be a bug or a mistake. Uh, they are using, or they have been known to use, like you know some older ransomware, like the Chaos ransomware. The Chaos ransomware, uh, you know, has had bugs in in their code. Uh, they've obviously you know recompiled the code. A lot of people do that. So a lot of people are thinking like, hey, is this just a mistake? Maybe maybe they don't mean to do this, right? And uh, this could, that. Could that could be very interesting. This has open, opened up a whole uh, whole new world of uh, thinking by a mistake, and uh, maybe they'll come out with a new version of the ransomware that actually fixes this problem. Maybe they absolutely meant to do this, and maybe they just uh, just want to cause chaos. <laughs> you know, no pun intended. Uh, but uh, so uh, you, you know, I I tend to I don't know I don't know the motivations. It's hard to tell the motivations when someone is uh, you know you know a criminal and someone's like just trying to cause problems. But um, but I don't know. I think it certainly could be it could be a bug in their software. Definitely. Which I, honestly, I think it, I tend a little bit more to this to this idea as well that it's probably a bug because if I look at the ransomware note, it has a lot of similarities than the ones from Conti. So maybe they were just lazy copy pasting the text from others and replacing some few words, and they followed a similar strategy when it came to build the ransomware itself. So as you said, it's based on the Chaos ransomware. And if I'm not mistaken, Builder version 4 has the same bug, which deletes all the larger files. So maybe they were not really careful. They were using a wrong builder and using other people's tool without being aware of the implications and the bugs inside this software. So it, it might be at the end, like, um, as you say, a buggy version, which can happen as well. It's In the end, it's software. Malware is nothing else than software with malicious purposes. And as we all know, every software has bugs in the end, and it's just a matter of time until someone finds some of them. But this one is obviously a little bit more 
easier to detect. Uh, that 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 is uh, that is pretty pretty scary. Um, uh, you know, in, in general, that's uh, that's pretty scary when you just like think about, uh, uh, you know, think about like, hey, how easy it is to get ransomware, how easy it is to like uh, compile ransomware and change ransomware. But this is like really the world we're dealing with as well, right? I mean, it's a uh, it's a crazy world that's out there, and it just shows you that how difficult it is for organizations to, uh, you know, stay on top of everything as well. Because as you know, we learn more about ransomware, more of these, uh, you know, attack groups get some of their data leaked. Other people are going to pick up on this and. And it's just like vulnerabilities. When vulnerabilities come out, other people start picking up on the vulnerabilities and messing around with them and modifying them, and you have new problems as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and as you mentioned, the group might not be the, the biggest one so far, but as far as I know, they were successful in at least seven different environments, at least their Tor websites. They have seven different victims added by the date of end of April. So. Um, even though it, it might look like that they're using some tools which are a little buggy, they're successful. And small businesses um, are a prime target for these groups to, to make a, a decent amount of money. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jonas, uh, I really appreciate you always sharing your thoughts. This is always a really interesting discussion. I uh, really enjoyed today's discussion. Any, any last thoughts or anything you want to add? I think it's... Just we, we need to be aware about the trends and we have been talking quite a bit about ransomware recently and the trend really is going towards more aggressive, towards more destructive ransomware. And I'm really curious to see how this plays out. But for us on the defensive side, I think in the end, it doesn't matter too much because we should try to solve the root cause, which means people are not able to put malware and ransomware onto our systems and encrypt it. So in the end, we might face these challenges. So. Whether it gets more aggressive or not, I, I personally believe the root cause should be tackled and we should not just focus on, oh, can we pay in the end or not? Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, if we get to that spot, then we're, we're always in a good spot. Hey, Jonas, as always, it's wonderful catching up with you. And uh, this is Amara Lakani signing out. Thank you, everyone.